Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, headlong, which means without deliberation, pause, or delay. Headlong. Hope everyone is enjoying their Thursday or will enjoy their Thursday. End of the work week is almost here. Man. Uh, as for the weather here in North Carolina, we've been having some cool nights. Some nights uh, earlier in the week, we got a little frost and the temperatures were down in the 50s and 60s off of that rain Monday. But uh, looks like the rest of the week going into next week, including the weekend, we're going to be up in the 70s and 80s. Might even hit somewhere close to the 90s. Oh boy, here comes that summer heat. Wow, I gotta love the south. That southern heat is coming. (laughs) For all of you that were saying when it was winter, I can't wait for the summer or spring to get here. Looks like it's here looks like it's here. And of course, you know what comes with it? Heat and pollen. Man, pollen is unbearable. Uh, It just has. Even though we've had rain, but uh, with these temperatures going back up, we all know how that pollen grows. We just do. So keep your tissues, keep your allergy medicine close by. Nice cold bottle of water, especially with those temperatures getting up close to the 90s. Hmm. How about that? We will see. We will see. Man, the federal mask mandate. Um, there was a judge earlier in the week that was appointed by uh, pre- former President Trump that got rid of uh, or just eliminated the federal mask mandates on uh, public transportation. That includes your plane, trains, or city buses. Got rid of it. Said there was no need for it any longer. But the uh, Department of Justice and that Biden administration, they're going to file an appeal. They are saying that it may be too soon. We still have COVID numbers going up. In fact, so within the past week, uh, the COVID numbers have risen to 23%. They're going up. And that has forced New York governor to keep the mask mandate. Said no matter what, it's still going to be required. And Philly, we all know the problems are... Philly has had with the uh, mask and, and, and their COVID numbers. They're up. So whether this judge, they're saying uh, whether they did the right thing or the wrong thing, regardless of what the federal judge is saying, a lot of states and cities are saying, no way, we're, we're going to keep this mask mandate in place. Uh, CDC says they're going to release their recommendation or continue with their recommendation for mask. Uh, based on the science, not public opinion or political opinion. Hmm. Uh, either way, uh, they could take the mask mandate away. It wouldn't bother me at all. I still wouldn't wear my mask. Uh, like I've always said, common sense and taking care of yourself. With these numbers going up from this sub-variant of the Omicron, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep my mask on. I-, I just am. I mean, hey, that's just me. Uh, I certainly don't need the government or, or any political organization or, or political group or any news outlet or, or whatever or what have you saying that 
you can take your mask off. It's all right. I uh, don't need that. Don't want that. I am going to keep mine on. And also, and another part of this that I found kind of odd and strange, but it appears, you know, when the when the um, judge passed a, a ruled earlier Monday, and you know, Monday uh, at twelve oh one oh eight at twelve oh one a.m. Folks were on uh, planes and you could, you know, they video was showed of them ripping their mask off and screaming and yelling and hooping and hollering and whatever or what have you. Uh, apparently, uh, some people are, are saying, hey, take those videos down. It's giving the American public a, a, a false appearance that everything is OK. Uh, like I always said, if you're one of those that goes with the norm or follows the crowd as opposed to exercising your God given mental ability and capabilities to take care of yourself. If you're one of those that go along with whatever's popular and you're not thinking or not using good common sense, have at it. Do what you like. <laughs> Just do what you like. Just stay away from me. Uh, I don't need the, the, the extras. I got enough in my mental capacity and, and, and I know full well that we're not out of this uh, COVID thing. We, we just aren't. And, and just like they say, uh, we're going to be dealing with COVID. Just like uh, we deal with the common cold or the flu. It's just one of those viruses that that has came about. And we're just going to have to deal with it. Live through it. Persevere. Don't know, uh, as a relaxing, the, uh, the face mask mandates. Uh, that's all good and, and, and well for some, but not for me. Still going to keep my mask on. Still going to keep my mask on. Just saying. Common sense. That's all. All right. Let's move along here also. Man, uh, gun violence. Wow. Gun violence is up across the nation. Just is. It just is. It is up. Now, we all know what happened uh, last week. We had the subway shooting with that gentleman in, uh, in New York. That shot up the subway after letting off those tear gas canisters. And of course, rightfully so, they're saying he may have had some mental problems that he needs to work through. Uh, well, like I said earlier, that is New York. And they are uh, one of those places that they, they, they em- empath- emphasize, or em- shows empathy, I'm sorry, shows empathy for um, those that commit crimes. Uh, I, I'm not a psychologist and I may appear to be heartless. But uh, like I've always said, man, if you have a mental problem and you go pick up a gun and you purposely sit there and start shooting people, trying to kill them, I don't think that's a mental problem. I just don't. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe times have changed, but that ain't no mental problem for me. It just ain't. And then, of course, you know, uh, this past weekend, man, in uh, Pennsylvania, I believe it was Pittsburgh. There are a couple of young, uh, some young teenagers had rented an Airbnb and um, somebody shot up the place. 50 shots were fired inside and 50 shots were fired outside when people were rushing out. Party goers were scrambling, trying to get out. No one was uh, killed. They were just injured. Then you had uh, South Carolina had two shootings also inside of a mall and then at a nightclub. Man, gun violence is up across this country. It just is. And and then here in Durham, you know, the mayor of Durham gave her uh, state of the city address in which uh, she acknowledged that gun violence was here in little old Durham, North Carolina also. 
six dead in three days. <laughs> and, 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 you know, but even with all of that, her acknowledgement of the gun violence here, she went on to say that as a whole, the city of Durham is safe. I don't understand that. I just don't. Uh, maybe that she has, she's privy to some information that you and I aren't, but it certainly doesn't appear that Durham is safe to me. Because one hour later, after she gave her state of the city address, there was another shooting. No one was killed, uh, injured, and there was an injury. Um, man, gun violence in this country is, I guess we're returning to norm after two years of being quarantined with COVID. It appears. And and one thing that has came up, or, or, or that is coming up, uh, as we all know, uh, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, President Biden signed into law or, or some regulations as it relates to ghost guns. These ghost guns are the problem, it appears. And if you're saying to yourself, well, what the hell is a ghost gun? These ghost guns, uh, they can be made at home. You order the parts off the internet and lo and behold, you can uh, put the gun together yourself. Now, when I first uh, I heard the, the thing of ghost guns, I had to go and do some research myself just to uh, familiarize myself with, with what they are. Uh, and, and one of the things I asked myself, I said, well, I mean, if, if they're being, uh, they're homemade. How are they being regulated? How can you uh, track them? You can't. They don't have a serial number. And apparently also, they are legal in the United States. I didn't know that. And, and how it's uh, or how it's worded, <laughs> it, it, it kind of, yeah, they're going to have to go to the drawing board on this one to, to, to figure out how they're going to regulate these ghost guns. Because like I said, it's legal in the United States as long as, uh, as it's worded, as long as it's, it's intended for personal use. Therefore, they're exempt from federal regulation. There's no background check required. And another thing that I found out was that historically, it's completely legal to make and own a homemade gun in this country. Just is. Now, I'm, I'm not one of those, uh, I'm not a gun rights advocate, or I'm not one of those that wants to take away people's rights to uh, bear arms. That, that That's just not my fight. That's not my calling. Uh, I believe everyone has the right to, to, to have a, a weapon of their choice. I just do. But the wording for these ghost guns, it certainly has to be addressed. Got to figure something out because uh, if you got fools that are ordering these parts off of line, offline and they are putting the guns together themselves, 3D imagery, uh, that's where that 3D imagery comes into play. And, and they're using these guns and violent acts. There's no way in the world you can track it unless you flat out catch it with it. There just isn't. There's no way around this. So yeah, there, there has to be some type of regulation in place. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, if just think, if you were a, a hardened criminal, let's say, and you got all, you can order all this crap off of line and put these guns together yourself. What's to say you aren't going to sell it to someone? You know, uh, we may be uh, embarking on a new era in uh, illegal gun sales feel safe in saying that. No longer do you have to sell them out the trunk of your car and scrape the serial numbers off. You could just order the parts online and put them together yourself and sell them. 
feds can't track it. There's no serial number. You have a legal right to have these ghost guns. Not only do you have a legal right to have them, you have a legal right to make them. Like I said, historically, uh, this has been done before. Without the 3D imagery, apparently, uh, hey, you could go online or, or, or go to uh, some gunsmiths and or, or order some parts and put it together yourself. It's completely legal. So for those gun rights or, or, or those uh, gun advocates that are saying, hey, take the guns out of people who need to monitor and track them more often, they're, um, no, uh, you, you guys have a new fight now. It's not. It's no longer old uh, Billy Bob and Willie Earl that use their shotguns and rifles to go out and hunt for food. They aren't the problem. I've always said they were never the problem. It's the illegal gun sales. That's where this gun violence is coming from in this country. Illegal gun sales. Can't track it. Can't monitor it. It's been uh, allowed to run rampant for far too long. And now you're running up on this with these ghost guns. So now we have gun violence up across the country. Folks, you know, like I have always said, with those uh, shootings in South Carolina at, at that club, the all too familiar saying or tale is, is, has been reported. Uh, family members uh, have gotten on TV, of course, and, and they've all said the same thing. Hey, we were just out having a good time, like in Pennsylvania. And for those folks up in New York, hey, they were just going, it was early in the morning. A lot of those people were just going to work. Continuing on with their daily lives. And it was interrupted by, or all of these instances were interrupted by fools with guns. Just was. So for those that are saying, hey, you need to ban guns, I don't think you need to ban guns. I think you need to ban the fools that have access to these guns illegally. Like I said, old Willie Earl and, and Bobby Joe aren't the problem. <laughs> they just aren't. They're just regular old people that, hey, maybe they're out hunting for food for uh, for sport or maybe hunting for food to eat. You can't, you can't regulate that away from them. They aren't the problem. They aren't the ones that are going out here doing these mass shootings, are they? Let's be honest with each other. Does it sound like it's the sales from uh, legal, reputable gun dealers? And maybe you do need to, to clean up that, that background check and mental uh, check also. But it appears the illegal sales of firearms are the problem and are the cause of these uh, gun violence. Always has been. You know, back in the day, people selling the guns out of the trunk of the car. Later found out they, that these guns were illegally purchased or they were stolen or, or whatever, serial numbers scraped off. Looks like what we're dealing with here now with these ghost guns. Because you don't even need a serial number. Can't track it. Just can't track it, man. Uh, pray for those involved in in this um, this those shootings this past weekend and past week. Like I said, the subway shooter there said, "Hey, he may have had uh, mental problems because of his rants and tirades online and and how he was uh, against the new mayor's policy on uh, dealing with the homeless." Everybody has a, a gripe nowadays, but it's how they handle their gripes. It's like violence is the, the, the course of action for them. Just does. Just does. All right. Let's go get it. Now, I'm going to keep it local here. Uh, Durham, again, once again, Durham makes the, <laughs> makes the top spot on this is just a thought. Uh, kind of strange. 
and eye-opening at the same time. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard the story of a, a wrongfully convicted man here in Durham. Uh, in 2016, he was freed. Uh, that's Daryl Howard. Was freed after some DNA evidence proved he was not the murderer of a, a, a mother and daughter here in Durham. And they, they, free, they, they freed him and cleared him on the murder charge and arson charges. Apparently, uh, whoever was the real murderer... Uh, of course, he murdered the mother and daughter and tried to set their apartment on fire. Now, he was locked up for 24 years. And also, last year, a jury passed a judgment that awarded him $6 million for his wrongful, con wrongful conviction. He was serving 80 years, an 80-year prison term, double life, uh, 40 years for the mother, 40 years for the, the daughter. <laughs> now, how he was freed and this goes back to the, the, the there's a there's a history here in Durham, man. There's a history here in Durham with a, a former DA. Um, you guys may remember him, uh, Mike Nifong, from that Duke Lacrosse case. And when he was found to uh, be flat out lying, and 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 he was he was it, it was all about how he handled the convictions or, or tried to convict the uh, lacrosse players here in Duke for the rape. There was a rape charge for a stripper and and they found out that he was uh lying and he had uh, there was a lot of misconduct so they disbarred the state disbarred him and so that brought about they're they're having to go through and look at a lot of his cases just like similar to what's going on here also in raleigh with that former de uh top-notch detective abdullah and his top-notch informant aspirants so now a lot of those cases they are going to be overturned. And this is what this is a prime example of what has happened here in Durham also. An overzealous prosecutor and in one case, and he's found to be lying and misconduct, and he has been disbarred. So those uh those little what do you call those commissions, the the, the innocence commissions are saying, hey, this just isn't a one isolated case. You guys need to go back and look at every single one of his cases. And that what that is what has happened here in Durham also. Because like I said, 2016, he was free. They let him go. So, they let him go, and, and how they found, they released him from DNA evidence. Apparently, there was DNA evidence on both victims, the mother and the daughter, and it was uh, discovered that the DNA evidence that was left, the semen, was of another convicted felon that was known for being course a drug dealer and he had charges for violence towards women didn't flat out say rape but he, you know they just said violence towards women hey he was already in the system so they had to let mr howard go now like i said the uh the judge a judge a judgment was awarded for six million dollar payout from mr howard however this is where it gets tricky, and this is where questions are being asked. The Durham City Council had a closed-door session back uh, last year or sometime this year. Back in the winter, they had a closed-door session, and they said they weren't going to pay the $6 million payout. They notified the lawyer, told him, nope, we're not going to pay it, and they didn't give a reason. So it, it, it has left uh, Mr. Howard's attorney and Mr. Howard himself scratching their heads. Because we all know um, 
once these judgments are passed, a lot of places, a lot of cities, towns, and states, they go ahead and pay the money. So why is Durham holding back the funds? Maybe they don't have it, or maybe they do, or maybe they have it allocated somewhere else. But the, it, it's, it's, it's surprising that Durham would say, well, the Durham City Council would say, hey, we're not paying. We're not, we're not going to pay. Because Durham has been at the forefront here in North Carolina. Durham is a sanctuary city. It is an open and welcoming city that welcomes everyone. They also were on that defund the police. They were also one of those that were outright in front saying, hey, the police, the misconduct of the police and the judicial system, yada, 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 rah, 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 rah. We all know the mantra. They were at the forefront. They were the ones saying, hey, we got to straighten up the criminal uh, justice system. So much to the point that when they defunded, they allocated funds, uh, fired or let go of some police officers and went on a quest to hire what they called crisis intervention specialists because they said, hey, not every call requires a police officer to be there with a gun out ready to shoot. And I'll give you that to an extent. Not every call is a, a criminal call. Some folks do have mental problems or having a mental moment and they may need to be talked down. But I, I, I'm sure, well, if you listen to the uh, mayor's State of the city address, you could tell, you could read between the lines that now they realize they may have jumped the gun too much because this violence in this city, with six dead in three days last week, was a bit too much. So now they're going back to the drawing board. They're saying they want to put police on the ground, but they want them to be more trained and qualified. I guess they want them to be trained in handling mental health crisis situations. Uh, okay, I get it, got it, understand it. But you defunded the police and you allocated funds to an, uh, a totally new department that you guys had came up with. And now you're saying, yeah, you need more police on the ground, but you want them trained. And another avenue besides uh, policing, you want them trained with mental health. And now you have a case of a, a, a gentleman that was totally wrong and you said you know like I said you were at the forefront you were one of the main ones as a whole collectively as a, a city or, or local government saying you're going to right the wrong of the police department and the justice system that has been going on for way too long all of these years all the innocent black men that were locked up and incarcerated that should not be there because of overzealous policing and overzealous persecution from DAs and here you have a DA that was disbarred for lying and misconduct and you had a man that was locked up for 24 years serving an 80 year sentence for a crime he did not commit that you guys found out to be true and he was, he was awarded a $6 million judgment and you say you're not paying why? Why? Why aren't you paying? You're the advocate for the, the disenfranchised, the marginalized community, the, the black man that has been wronged by the criminal justice system. And here he has a judgment for $6 million. And you guys say you aren't paying. Why? What in the world? What's the reason? Still haven't given a reason. Because this uh, they came out to that lawyer and Mr. Howard uh, a month or so ago. Or, or, or whatever, or what have you. And they still haven't said why they're not paying. Makes you wonder. You scratch your head. Or, or, it makes you wonder and possibly say to yourself, 
uh, maybe this is they're continuing on with the status quo, just on a different level. They're pick, maybe they're picking and choosing, choosing which cases they want to take, which cases they want to take seriously. Uh, I've never heard, and maybe there are some instances somewhere in this great country of ours. I've never heard when there was a judgment ruled against uh, a, a governmental municipality for a wrongful conviction and imprisonment of someone that they flat out say they aren't hiring when they have clear DNA evidence. And like I said, you can go back and you can look at the prosecutor and, and the detective because they brought up the detective's uh, pursuit of Mr. Howard also, that they're both, they have shaky records. I've never heard of, uh, like I said, a government municipality refusing to pay. Um, maybe there is somewhere, maybe here that in Durham, maybe there's, there's a reasoning behind why they're not paying. Pay. And maybe they'll come out at some point in time and tell you why, and it'll all make perfect sense. But right now, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Sounds like you guys are continuing on down that old familiar road as it relates to minorities, the disenfranchised, and the judicial system. Now, if you're saying to yourself, well, uh, that, that that city council is probably of, uh, of, of, of conservatives, white conservatives, and, and they're just making a mockery. No, these are Democrats, liberals. I believe that whole city council is Democrat, and they're and they are black. Hmm. And the man wrongfully convicted and has the judgment is black. And the victims that were murdered were black. Standing in a, staying in a housing project. Wow. But this totally goes against what you guys uh, spewed for the better part of two years. Along with Black Lives Matter. About how you guys care for the disenfranchised and marginalized of the black community. Why aren't you guys paying? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe somehow, some way they'll come down and tell you and explain. But as for right now, as for me, that's a, a it's a huge question mark. And it's eye opening also. Kind of makes you wonder, what is you, your hidden agenda? Can't see or understand why you guys wouldn't pay. He's been freed. Evidence has proven that he was not the murderer. A judgment has been passed. DA has been disbarred. Found evidence that, you know, not necessarily with this case, but uh, with a, a high profile case years ago that he was lying and there was a, a lot of misconduct going on in his haste to get a conviction. Um, this is what you guys stand up for. This is what you, you, you ran on on your uh, on the in your quest to become uh, city council members. Just is. So maybe, but hey, maybe these guys, maybe that there, there aren't enough funds for for them to pay this six million dollars. I think otherwise, <laughs> because uh, also what has came forward with and, and it it sounds like a, a another case of useless government spending, they're, they're allocating funds for however many uh, 
hundreds of thousands or maybe millions or, or whatever, what have you, to uh, for they commission someone to do a mural on the side of a newly uh, constructed parking garage here in downtown Durham. So you guys got money for that. You ain't got money to pay this guy that $6 million. You ain't got money for affordable housing, which you also ran on that platform also. Yeah, your funds are, are you saying your, your funds are limited or have been allocated to, uh, to make a total do-over of the police department? Is that where all your funds at? And the police department? Getting those crisis intervention, crisis intervention specialists online? You don't have that six million? Maybe, maybe. Hey, who am I? What do I know? I'm just rambling. Don't mind me. But something certainly doesn't make sense. Just doesn't. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, I'm going to get out of here. And that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. And also on these uh, uh, screaming apps, you know, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress, hit that like and subscribe and notification button. So when I do these podcasts, you guys will know that is out. I thank you in advance. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.